Hello, Michelle. We are back. I know it's been a couple weeks. I'm really sorry. I've been meaning to do a podcast, and then things got in the way, and it gets this to be... It's an outrage! <laughs> it gets to be really late here, and I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, if I can't get this thing you know, started by like 10.30 or 11, I really have a hard time staying on Friday. <laughs> Only because I got a ton of stuff to do, just like everybody else. So, I, I, I hey, listen. I will make it my life's work to do this every single week because people actually listen. I ask people to e- uh, email us. Mm-hmm. We get a ton of emails oh, from really? people who listen to the podcast. Oh, look at yeah, that. I love it. I didn't bring them in here. Next time I'll bring them in and we'll have to name some people off. Just so we're clear, I only do the show for Lisa in the bathtub. Yes, I understand that. Unless there are other lady listeners that are in more uh, sexy situations than What's I feel. sexier than a bathtub? I don't know, but I'm looking forward to someone else picking up that gauntlet. <laughs> I feel like... I think you're going to find one. I feel like Suds and uh, Red, Red Wine <laughs> is uh, that's a good mix. It's the perfect combo. Will you, uh, Michelle Cube... Yes. Listen, mm-hmm. this is going to teeter on an inappropriate suggestion, but you're uh, the only lady here in the room. Okay. But, uh, do you as a lady enjoy mm-hmm. a bathtub? Or yes. are ladies in the bathtub much like uh, sorority sisters fighting with pillows in their pajamas? <laughs> do you really... Th- I, okay. Let me ask you this. I'll answer your question in a minute. But does every man think that that's what girls do when they get together? They strip down to their t-shirt or tank tops and panties and just have pillow fights? No, I think and tickle we, fights? I don't think we imagine you in tank tops and panties. I think it's there's a boxers or a shorts situation. Oh, you know, I can't. I, you know, I don't know what you do. Every when, time girls get together, they're engaging yes, in a. There's a good pillow fight yes, coming. Your competitive spirit comes out. You oh, can't. Lord. You can't withhold it. Just like. Uh, when we get together, all we do is scratch each other and burp, burp and grunt at each other, I right? I tell you, most of the time we're there drinking wine, complaining about you, and coloring in our therapy coloring books. Therapy, that's... Yeah, wait. you saw my therapy coloring books. I did see books. your therapy. I didn't know that that was... But that's not that's not a tale as old as time, as uh, Beauty and the Beast taught us. Yeah. it's uh, That's a new trend. And so, is it replacing the pillow fights? Because that seems like we a horrible did crime. The pillow fights. I you hate to burst me. your bubble, Michelle. We never just, did the pillow fights. It's you and me and Lisa <laughs> and a thousand plus other people that have emailed. There has never been a pillow fight in my situation in dealing with other young ladies past high school. There was mm. one in high school about you know seventeen years old. After that, there were no pillow fights. Well played, Michelle Kuby. Well played. <laughs> because you, I almost fell into your trap of me talking about, well, see that it happens. But then you make me the creepy 38-year-old guy who's like, go. yeah, 14-year-olds. and There were no other college pillows. pillow fights. I hate to tell you, at least not in my world. Well, well I look forward again. There was other things that happened in All college. All right. Now we got a podcast, kids. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. There were other oh, things that, ex- yeah. that have, was 
experienced only in college and Tell maybe occasionally once or twice later in life. Yeah! Let's hear about it, QB. We're not getting into that I'll today. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Oh, you want to tell me about your experience? In college? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was married. Let's <laughs> You lose that deal. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was engaged by the time I started my freshman year in college. Why so. would you do that? Because I loved her, and she is very pretty, and she finds me attractive for unknown reasons. <laughs> so you knew you had to grab her? Yes. Yes. The sooner I grab her, yes. the less likely she's going to be getting away. Yes, that is the that is. And here's the thing: a lot of people may think, "No, that is the God's honest." <laughs> when I met my wife, I was instantly smitten, and she rebuffed you for a while. Yes, but you guys were like friends. No, right? oh, you weren't friends. So when I first met her in my sophomore year, I was into her a little bit, and then uh, I was going to ask her out, and then she started dating this other guy who was a jerk. Yes, and then because um, we all go through the phase where we date the jerk. Yep. And then I uh, rekindled it when I took a dance class in uh, senior year, and I was it was a bet. A, f- a friend said I could. I I jokingly said because I used to be the lead in all the plays, I could get any girl in the school to go out with me because I'm a drama nerd. And your friend said, "What about that one?" Yes, knowing then, that she had rebuffed you before. No, or that you had liked her. No, he didn't know it at he all. He had no clue. He just chose her because he knew she had like had a messy breakup with this jerk that Got she'd it. been with. And so I asked her out and just talking to her, man, the minute I, when I asked her out, it was like, ah, it's like, she's cute. Like my wife's Mm -hmm. hot, you know, but when I talked to her the first time over the phone, it was a lock. I was, maybe, I don't know if we have the means to post it, but I have a picture um, that is from her and I going to prom. Oh yeah. You showed it to me. Yeah. That's on your phone. You could just look at my face and I'm done. You just, (laughs) I don't, this is dumb to talk about. I'm sorry. (laughs) The rest of your life. No, that's very sweet and adorable. Yeah. I love it. So okay. you never had the classic college no. experience that women have because the guys won't admit it. Although guys are weirdly obsessed with each other naked. I'm sorry, what? In weird like you know guys will sit on each other and fart in in, in college and they'll do all kinds of weird weird stuff. Uh, I like how you come down me because I have this delightful fantasy of young co-eds uh, gently and playfully, but still with an so edge of not... competition, slapping each other with feathered down uh, <laughs> uh, puffs of cloud and goodness. And yet your impression of us, you just sit around farting each other and do weird stuff. Guys do weird stuff. No, I'm we sorry. don't. They do. No. They do. Who are you? Are you talking about your when husband? When guys live together... In a situation like a college situation yeah. or a dorm situation or a frat situation, they do a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird stuff that would kind of be considered sort of like a female-on-female experience in college, but they won't admit it. Like, they might kiss their best friend, but then they never admit what? it. Wait a minute! Hold on! Wait a second! I'm just speaking from the Who? men that I have spoken to in my life, which doesn't include my husband. I know. He that's, was never I was going to say, this does not sound like your husband. This oh, is not... No. Yeah. No, <laughs> exactly. no, no. Now, here's... I will... Full disclosure, for the sake of honesty, there was one time and that in was, college... And guys will always preface this by saying, <laughs> I was so drunk... Yes. I was falling down drunk. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I well, I did not. I, here's the thing. I did not kiss a dude uh-huh. uh, or any of that stuff. I was already, my wife and I were already living together. It was a party at our apartment. Right. And we had this very large uh, gay friend because we were there for theater school. Uh-huh. And uh, I hope that wasn't an accidental homophobic comment. But no. anyway, no, it's the truth. And he was, I, I want to say his name was Ethan, if I'm not mistaken. But he was such, he was a funny guy. And I remember jokingly, like, flirting with him 
when I was uh, drunk. <laughs> and the, and the, and that because the only reason I remember it is I remember a time where he was like piddling with my hair while I was sitting next to him. He was like touching your hair. Yeah, and nice, I was like, way. And it, much it, like a boyfriend would. I hate you. And uh, no, and I did. A th- I remember thinking, even in my extreme drunken state. I remember thinking, because when you're the straight guy, you think every gay guy wants to get with you. Yeah, yeah of course. It's very stupid. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, oh, no, what if I've kind of led him? What if I led him on? Right. What if he thinks we're a thing now? But yeah, no, no. He was just, he's just a nice guy. Who's <laughs> he's friend. probably just. I never kissed him. I never did any of that stuff. I, I've done more stuff for jokes mm-hmm. than I've, uh, you know, that in, the, in a homoerotic fashion than I've ever done. That's just. A- Dudes hanging out being dudes. There were more chicks at that party when I'm getting touched by this gay guy. <laughs> I'm just talking about, you ever see, like, okay, let me, here's a perfect example. The Jackass crew. Remember those guys? You yes. see, like, all the stuff, the weird stuff that they did when they were just hanging around. They're sticking firecrackers in places where they don't belong. They're shoving cars <laughs> up. And everybody else is standing around watching, helping it. That's, helping? That's exactly what I pictured. This is great. I'm so glad we organically stumbled upon this because this is so <laughs> interesting to me that a male perception of what women do when they're by themselves is nice and sweet. It's and... natural lampoon esque, right. right? And yet your impression of us is jackass. jackass? Yes, exactly. And that couldn't be, I, I guess. If, here's the thing if that is the honest impression of other women, and I'm asking you, Lisa. While you're sitting there enjoying your tub, do you uh, uh, sit there and go, well, when guys get together, we all have uh, corn snakes bite our scrotum? Like, <laughs> if that's what you think is going on, we then, yes, then both fantasies are just that. They are couldn't be further <laughs> from the truth. Most of the time when I'm hanging out with my guys, we do the same thing. You, If you're attached, mm-hmm. you're complaining about the lady that you're with over some <laughs> hard liquor or a right. beer. Or you are engaged in some kind of sport activity. I didn't. I never. I mean, when I was really young, sure, but it's not. I don't think guys. Or you're watching sports. Remember, I was with theaters guys. So yeah, you watch a game, you just kind of sit there. But or go to a musical. Yes, of course, natural guy stuff. <laughs> See, <laughs> that is a uh, that's uh, that's wild. So what really goes on? Let's say you get. You just sit around and boringly... We do exactly what you guys do. Like, what you claim you do is we sit around complaining about our significant others, usually bitching about how other women hate us for whatever reason or are jealous or, you know, because women are the most critical of other women. It's very... When you're a woman and you're in charge of other women, people they're just brutal. Really? Like, in charge of other women? Other. Yeah. We're brutal with each other. I mean, I've... Thankfully, I don't think I've ever been that way. But to hear, like, when I'm around a group of women and I hear how women talk about other women, it's, it floors me. It really floors me because we can be vicious. That's interesting too, yeah, to me. Yeah, we can be vicious. And then we also try to – we sit around and try to figure out ways to get things we want from our husbands – Oh. Without ever actually having to do anything for that. All right. Let's get in. I, 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 well, we just we, – we, we I hope you're okay with this. I don't know what yeah. you had planned to talk about, no, but this is interesting to we me. We kind of update each other on the great art of manipulation, which women are the best at, or what my husband calls chick-foo. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he calls it chick-foo. How, tell me, can I can I get like a white belt in chick-foo real quick in this podcast? Is there time? It's, I don't know if I can train you. I don't know. It's don't hard to make. Because guys can't do it as well as women do. Because I, I don't hate have to boots. tell you our secrets. I've, I've, I'm working my way up to a solid B cup. On the way, <laughs> by the way, what is it? Is, no, it, is it? is it? Is it? Is it? Here's. Is it? 
am I a victim of chick foo because I automatically assume that it's sexual in nature in the way that you manipulate us? It's well, that's Is part that of it sometimes, but not all the time. And most of the time, it's just a subtle manipulation of what's going on. It could be that we're get we we get a little emotional. We use our emotions to be able to get things done that we want to get done. My jaw's on the ground right now. <laughs> Yes, and we know we're emotional human beings, and we know sometimes that that's a trigger for our men, is that if we get emotional, or if we hint at getting emotional, that our men will do exactly what we want them to do. Do you realize that you are doing what the guy in the black, black mask did I know. to all magicians? That's why I'm not telling you very much. There's that's more not to a, it. That's not everything? No, there's more to it. That's just a little part of it, honey. I feel like, honey, you don't... Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. I'll allow it. I don't yeah. know why. So that's, uh, that's as far as I'm willing to go. But, uh, yeah, because here's the, the thing. Concept. I'll, I'm going to say this for especially the lady listeners, because my wife, anytime she cries, gets whatever it is that she wants. It's, exactly. That's all she has to do. Like the, the, the stress and anxiety that I have going on in my life right mm-hmm. now is because my wife is unhappy at her job. Right. Not with the company that she works for, but just the role that she has. Right. And it upsets her, and all I want to do is make it to where she could go do what she wants to do mm-hmm. because I love her. But right. I've literally, no exaggeration, I've literally had her say, I got scared in the car because it started breaking down, <laughs> and in less than 12 hours, she had a new car. See? Like, and I'm not Richard Gere showing up in the back of a limo to save her from a life of prostitution. Hashtag chick <laughs> <laughs> I did. And, I and it's, food. it's really, really funny. I mean, I'm, there are some times where it's very legitimate, and I'm sure she's very, very upset. But then there are other times where she uses just enough emotion. Oh. And I love Natalie, so I don't want to accuse her of something she's not doing. But I'm sure she's using just enough emotion to flip that switch in you. And then she walks in the other room, and she's just like lapping her ass off. No, she knows she just oh, got no. Away. <laughs> Not my lady love, Michelle. <laughs> yes. Oh. It is so funny sometimes when that happens in our house when, you know, something when I get my husband to do something that he hasn't really wanted to do, he doesn't want to do, and then an hour or so later he'll come downstairs and he'll go, You just chick food me, didn't you? I did do not. Do you admit it? No, I did you not. Don't. You goes, just you, you sh- did. You chick food me. I'm not gonna fall for that again. And that and then, then, then he'll fall for it again. How like in a month? How often do you think you are engaged in chick food combat? Maybe once. Unless, maybe once. I mean, there's not a whole lot that I need to force my husband to do <laughs> against his will. Is it because he was chick food so hard that now it Probably. kind of runs its own course? Yeah, I think it's just natural. Oh my God, this is, I'm not kidding, I'm sweating. <laughs> this is scaring the living daylights out of me. Not the, here's the thing. Nothing, no part of my marital life is really bad. Right. I mean, I've got a very good marriage. I've got a wonderful family. I'm very happy. And, I'm, and she loves you very much. I'm absolutely positive of that. But what does it say? Exactly. And I love her dearly. But what does it say about me that I am genuinely frightened of <laughs> not being in control of my own life? Like, I, here's, I'm not so I'm not misogynist where I feel like I have to be the one making the call on everything. Right. But it frightens me. The idea that she is somehow pulling strings that I'm not aware of. Yep. That genuinely scares me. I chick foo handle every day. Oh my god! Every single day, handle gets chick food, and he doesn't even know it. Because <laughs> I'm so good at it's it. It's even better that I've seen it. Ha- Have you chick food me? If I if, hold on before you answer that, <laughs> I ask you to ask one question, completely honestly, okay. please. If you had chick food me, mm-hmm. would you tell me? I would tell you, and I. 
in thinking of every... I don't think I have ever chick food you. I don't know what to believe. I don't. <laughs> what, I would tell you though. What's but up I can't, is down. It's very possible, but I, I and but it wouldn't. It, have you accidentally chick food someone? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, honestly, don't think I've ever actually chick food you. But yeah, I can't. I can't say a hundred percent sure because I don't remember every single situation. I adore you. Thank you. And I mean that with all sincerity. <laughs> and until this moment. I have never been frightened of you. <laughs> and right now, you're frightened. I am scared. Women have so much power. That's why they listen, Hillary Clinton would not have been the first good woman president. I don't think she should have been a woman president. Cuz she but sucks at chick Men food? are going to suck. They're going to hate it when there's the first woman president. Because and not because she it, it's Hillary cuz it'll never be Hillary, but if there's a really great woman running for president and she becomes president, uh, because women we control the world. Yeah, well, you know what it is. I what you, when you said that it made me think of it needs to be someone with an Obama level swagger. If you had a woman, which is maybe Michelle, I didn't think of that <laughs> uh, when no. I made this statement. Mm-hmm. No, you don't think so either. No. But I'm saying uh, like there was a certain level of comfort in his own skin, right? That regardless of how you felt about his politics, he just kept. I going. think I think that you at least. In, uh, could appreciate how comfortable he was in his own skin. Right. And that's what, you know, made the people think that dumb thing of like, you have to have a beer with him or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and that's what I think would be missing in a Hillary Clinton. Definitely. And that you, I could, I would totally be, I, I don't think I would be afraid before this conversation. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I would have been afraid of a woman president. I think Michelle, I think Michelle Obama, I think could be one of our female presidents because eventually we will have one. I think she could be. I think she's got the temperament for it. I know people don't like her. I loved her. I, there was something about her that I really, really loved. Um, Condoleezza Rice would fall under that same vein for me. Uh, Ivanka, I really hope eventually Ivanka oh, runs for wow. president because I think she'd be fantastic. Yeah, because imagine she she she's not like her dad. No, she's more poised, but she's also more, tough. Yeah, and she is a master at chick foo. I guarantee you. I would let her. I would let her chick foo me if I'm being honest. <laughs> I hope that's not disrespectful to a first daughter. I mean, because I, here's the thing. I mean that in the least creepy way right. that I can possibly. I mean it as in like not only is she she beautiful, but it, she is somebody that I'd be like, I, I would let you teach me things. Yeah, and not in the bedroom. I mean, just in life. Right. Like, and uh, man, I'm being very honest on this podcast. <laughs> that's good. We may have to start over. <laughs> I'm going to have to dance on the table and stop recording. Just remember, <laughs> hashtag chick foo. That's wild. Now, now that you're really... going to be thinking about it I when know, you go home. Next time your wife asks you to do something, you're going to go, am I getting chick What does that mean? <laughs> what if, Are you chick fooing me right now? What if you accidentally ruined my marriage by me now questioning I don't, everything? I don't want to do that. I know. I don't, it can't That's happen. I'm, listen, here's the, the saddest part about my marriage is that even if she was chick fooing me on the regular, I am... I am so done. I'm so like, it, I I tell her, because we've had the, I don't know if you guys have had this, you get the fight mm-hmm. where it's like, it looks like you're going to get divorced. Yeah. You know everybody what I mean? Everybody has where, that fight. Where you just, if you hit the, the, you know how everybody says it's peaks and valleys and right. you get this really low, low valley. It's just a, it's a, it's a love recession mm-hmm. that you're in. And, and we've had the thing where she's like, well, I just, I don't know if this is going to work out. Like, you know, we're both crying. Right. And I go, and I said, and one time I told her, I go, honey, we don't have a choice. I, she goes, cause you, how, how could you put up with me like this? <laughs> you know, saying that kind of thing. And right. I said, you, I don't think you understand. I, clearly I love you. 
Mm-hmm. If I did not love you, there is no other reason to put up with all this bullshit. Right. Because I am a guy who complains constantly, unfortunately for her. I'm a guy who kind of notices things a lot, except for chick foo, evidently. <laughs> um, and I, I see, maybe she's not good at chick foo, because I feel like if she was good at chick foo, that she could chick foo me into not noticing things so much. Or if that's how she is chick fooing me by letting me think I notice everything it's so make much, you crazy it's now. a it is making me crazy. You've made my life into inception. I don't know if the top is still spinning or if it fell over. Oh my god, this is too funny. Oh crap, that's I'm hilarious. sweating, Michelle. I really am sweating. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm about not. Chick-Fu. This is a horrible conversation. I wish I never would have asked you a question about girls. This is what happens, boys. You started listening. out with a question yeah. about girls and pillows. Fights yeah. and tickle fights and Don't you ended up with chick foo. Live in ignorant bliss. <laughs> but now I might I'm in I'm in a female matrix. All yes. men are in a female matrix. Exactly. We're all just plugged in batteries, uh cleaning gutters and taking out <laughs> trash and changing oil in cars for you. That's exactly <sighs> what did you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't want to do this podcast anymore. Well, we have a Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. Are we big, allowed to say that? I think so. On the okay. internet, I think it's fine. Because we're not selling anything on this podcast. It would be really funny if I went back and bleeped that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> the asshole Patriots and the Falcons. Hmm. wonder who you're rooting for. Um, I don't like the Patriots. I, there's only one good thing about the Patriots, and his name is Jimmy Garoppolo. And he is the backup quarterback. And uh, Tom Brady needs to go away. I I don't know why I like I dislike Tom Brady so much. I have n- I have never liked Tom Brady. I think he's extremely talented. I will give him that. He's got an amazing work ethic. Um, yes, but there's something about his face that I don't <laughs> like. Like, and he's very handsome, but there's there's a smarminess to his face that I don't like. Here's and the thing. He, like you know, you get a reaction when you like when you see people like an immediate reaction. Sometimes it's wrong, but that's how I feel. Like he makes me feel like I like I want to punch him in the face. He looks like a handsome version of a 10-year-old whose mom Maybe. doesn't have a lot of rules. Maybe that's, that's it. something about his hair, the way it hangs down and it kind of Kinda looks like messy. a bowl cut and yeah, but yeah, disheveled slightly. And if you de- but if you really zero in on just strip away the handsome uh grizzled chi- uh mm-hmm. uh stubble that he's got or whatever but if you just look at the facial structure i could see that he kind of looks like a yeah a 10 year old a more annoying rick schroeder from silver spoon yes you know what i mean so i don't like the patriots and i hear that they might trade jimmy garoppolo which is like a bad idea just like look brady's gonna retire pretty soon i mean come on how much longer can he possibly play 15 more years shut up and uh, give Jimmy a chance. And he filled in when, when uh, Brady was off the first few uh, games of the season. Four, but he yeah. had some four games. And he did pretty, he did pretty all right. I think they went three and one, if memory serves. I think he only lost once. Thank you. But I think a lot of people would say that has more to do with Bill Belichick game planning around Jimmy's no. weaknesses. And that's why no. he wants to trade him is that he's got now he's got. It's the same thing they're talking about with Romo. You can't put Romo back into a game in the playoffs because if he doesn't play well, now you've lost all value for him in a trade. I get it. I just think it's stupid. And Why uh, do you love Jimmy so much? Just because he's more handsome? He's more handsome. That's uh, He's just super. Oh, my God. He's so hot. And I still don't know if I'm getting chick food right now because I feel like you lose all credibility to talk with I probably do. About sports. You're like, you need to put the cuter guy. Put the cuter boy in. Yeah. He's just he's just adorable. I really hope the Falcons win. They haven't been to a Super Bowl in God knows how long. I don't think they've ever been to. Have they ever been? 
Uh, they might have been to a game, but not one. But they didn't win. Yes. I so, think they've yeah. been to two others and lost. So I'm hoping the Falcons will win because I just think, you know, when somebody is really, really good and Tom Brady's like a machine, like my husband says, he's a superhero. He's like a superhero. Tom, he's like a machine. And I said, well, sometimes you need to break machines. I'm not saying that anybody should sack him extra hard. <laughs> I'm just saying sometimes wink, the wink, machine nudge, nudge. has to be turned off for a while. <laughs> that's funny. I just want I just want the Falcons to win. So that's happening this weekend. And uh, oh god, I just I'm going to a Super Bowl party. Gary Hoffman's having a little party. Yeah, a little get together. You excited? Well, you sound you sound like there's pressure. No, there's no pressure. My husband has to work, so he can't go. So I'm just going to go for a while. And Gary was like, you can bring your mom if you want. Yeah. I'm you you normally watch the the game with uh, Mama Rosie? No. Ro- Mama Rosie doesn't watch the game unless the Steelers are in it or maybe Green Bay. <laughs> I don't know why either of those teams, but that's she, for some reason. She was a big Steelers fan this year. She changes from year to year. <laughs> By whoever is the, neither of us like the New York, the the Giants or the Jets, which were our team. Where, yeah, where you grew the Forty Niners was my team, but they've been sucking like uh. crazy for the last few years. Only I mean, Joe Montana. Why not be years, a Rams uh, fan? You live here in L.A. Uh, no, because Rams suck. What about Chargers? Uh, I'm not. A, I don't know. There's. I don't know about the Chargers. I think you'd like them. But you know what's funny about the Patriots is that even people who like the Patriots, like I, I have exchanged emails with at least ten people who I've you know said. You know, I hope the Patriots lose the Super Bowl. And they're like, you suck because the Patriots, you know, rule. And I go, yeah, but that Tom Brady. And they go, yeah, I know. We don't like Tom Brady either. No. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not like him? He's your quarterback. They yeah, like that... the Jimmy Garoppolo. No, they don't. That's they crazy do. talk. Not crazy talk. How do they not like Tom? The, the, the impression I get. The guy leading your team you don't like. Yeah, like everybody <laughs> worships. If you're Especially if you're a, like a guy from New England. Like, oh, Tom Brady. He's. You know what I mean? He's 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 three steps above a Kennedy. Like <laughs> he's God to them. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but a bunch of people, at least eight or ten emails I got from people who said, "I like the Patriots, but I don't like Tom Brady." You know what I hope for Tom Brady? I hope that at some point he he looks at Giselle and gets annoyed. You know what I mean? Because every guy looks at that and it's like I, I they always think, "Oh my gosh, this guy is getting to go to have adult magic time with a Victoria's Secret model." But I like the idea of them having regular marital interactions beyond that. <laughs> that he just is annoyed by yeah. her sometimes. Like, I don't want to see your face. You're yeah. Just yeah she's, right can you imagine the two of the most beautiful people in the right. world be just like, get out of my face. Get out of my face. I don't want to talk to you. I thought the same thing about uh, Brad Pitt and whoever he was married to. Angelina. Either one. Jennifer Aniston, too. Either one. I'd scoop up those. Uh, <laughs> I'd even go for Brad. I'd rebound that. I think anybody would go for Brad. Right? Like, I like the Brad Pitt. I like is Brad Pitt from the movie Snatch. Sorry, what now? Did you ever see Snatch? Yeah. Um... It's the fighting movie where he's like the Irish fighter. Oh, yes. He's no. like the Irish traveler. So when he speaks the dialogue, you could barely understand anything he's saying. But he looks so hot in that movie. Just... I'm surprised you didn't go Legends yeah. of the Fall. You didn't go. No, no, not me. More, it's My wife likes Watch... Legends of the Fall or Interview with a Vampire, Brad Pitt. That's oh, what... yeah. Interview with a Vampire, I would say yes. But if you ever get a chance, watch Snatch. It's a very funny movie. Please stop saying Made snatch. by Guy Ritchie, who used to be married to Madonna. So there's a crap load of Madonna music in the movie, but it's hilarious the way it's done. And uh, make sure to put on the subtitles, because you'll never understand what he's saying. <laughs> but it's a hilarious movie. It's very, very funny. And uh, Jason Statham is in it. Uh, it's just great. It's a great movie. You'll love it. Just don't watch it with the kids in the room. Why not? 
there's a part of the movie where a dog, they have like a pit bull. The two of these guys have a pit bull and the pit bull swallows a squeaky toy. And so every time the dog barks, there's a squeak. It's really, really funny. It's a very funny movie. So watch it. Hey, speaking of hot guys in movies, uh, how many more uh, weeks do we have now until you go to Magic Mike Live? Oh, yeah. Right. I feel like we I need to have some tickets. kind of a countdown for that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll start the countdown a month out. So we're not quite. What's the date again? It's uh, March 30th. Okay. It's a Thursday. All it's right. the first show, the first night that the show opens. Oh, he's going to be there. I'm so excited. He's going to be there. I cannot wait. I, You're excited. Yeah, I can't wait until I hear. The, oh, there we go. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that now, in, in Magic Mike Theater. I, <laughs> Can you imagine how, I mean, realistically, how many women do you think are going to ovulate when he walks out on stage? A lot. That's, just, I mean, just, it's going to oh, be an insane amount of estrogen, uh, estrogen in, in the, just a musk, if oh, there is God. such a thing. Um, when I took my wife, I surprised her with tickets to see Janet Jackson, because she's a big Janet Jackson fan mm-hmm. when we were younger. And I, I was, I cried, I'm a crier, I rock a mangina, but the, um, I'm sitting next to her. We're in the, like, the last row because I was dirt broke. We're 20-something. We hadn't even been married yet. And when Janet, we're, you, she's, like a, she's like two inches tall for perspective, <laughs> yeah. right? For how far away we are. Uh-huh. And Janet comes down on a platform. We've already seen her dancers. And right. she comes down on a platform. And you can't even see her face. It's covered with a fedora. But it's just backlit. And I go, hey. I'm like, wow, that's cool. And I look at my wife. And she is bawling. She is so excited and crying, right? So I ask you. Uh, if if one Channing Tatum comes out and starts ponying up, uh, is that? Would Am you, I going to cry? I don't know. Like I'm just. What do you think? You're. Uh, will you have an emotional reaction? Oh yeah, I'll definitely have an emotional reaction. I, I I'll get the flutters. You know how you get the flutters? Okay, I you get like that. Uh, the butterflies in your stomach and uh-huh. you feel like you can't breathe and your pulse starts racing. I'm just sure. from him being like thirty feet away. Oh yeah, and knowing that he's. I used gonna... to get that feeling when I would hear um, Eddie Vedder sing. Really? Yeah. Any. Anytime you hear Eddie, and anytime I hear Eddie Vedder sing, especially if it's the song "Black," really, it's I. There's I get goosebumps. We, that's the one we played on this yes. uh, this very program. I get I get goosebumps. There are certain things that give you emotion like that. It definitely uh, Channing Tatum will be one of them. That's that's wild. Yeah, I don't I don't think awesome. I've ever had like a flutter. I don't I can't. You've never like had that feeling where you f- you feel like your heart's racing and you can't breathe when you f- see something somebody you oh, really like. God, that'd be way you know who I am like that right, right now with? Okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? Oh. I know that sounds really cheesy. Erica Jane. Okay. I like that you say that like here's the thing. I'm sure most of the people listening right. to this have like, "Oh yeah, Erica Jane." Okay. But when you said right, I'm like, "No, that's not." Okay. Erica Jane is a very sexy uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She actually lives here in Pasadena with her husband, Tom Girardi, who was the big lawyer in the Aaron Brockovich case. Anyway, they've been married like 20 years. But she has, so her name is, you know, Erica Girardi, but she has this stage persona called Erica Jane. And she does great dance music. And she's had like eight number one dance music hits. You know, the gays really love her. She goes all the gay festivals and sings and stuff. And she's got a, new, a song that came out last year that it's I don't I can't say the title, but it's called "How Many F's Do I Give?" Oh, yeah. So it's "How Many F's?" It's like what can you say? Yeah, and she says it in the song, but and the video is kind of like you know over the top, cheesy. She's made up, real, and just it's it's. But when I hear her sing the, her songs, she it gives me goosebumps. 
Because and, and they're just like basic songs. They're very catchy songs. They're very fun. But yeah, it's not like you're into her. You're not a trap. But it's just there's oh oh. And, I would yeah sure oh, why not oh well. Listen, there's women that yeah are definitely on the list yeah <laughs> why not <laughs> you gonna you gonna slap a little Erica Jane there maybe huh, I don't know <laughs> Cuby's getting a little uh, <laughs> a little red face there Cuby but yeah well see attract attractions attraction. Pardon me? <laughs> There's another one. I gotta have Guy as a guest on this show. Guy Dami from CNBC. Pardon me? Pardon yeah. me. He's great. So, anyway, but that's. So, we, we talked Chick Boo. Yep. We talked Super Bowl. Yep. We talked uh, Magic Mike upcoming Magic in a month. Magic Mike upcoming Getting in the a flutters. month. Getting the flutters. Yeah. Did, oh, did I tell you that Buffy fell in the pool last week? You did tell me, but you did not tell our listeners. Okay, so. It's been really nice out the last couple of days. So when I've been home, I take them outside to the backyard to the, where the pool area is in our little common area to be able to let them run around for a while before we go on a walk or something. Buffy can't walk that far, so it's a gated area. She can kind of run around. So I took Princess and Roxy out first uh, because Buffy was still sleeping. She was still upstairs. So I took them out first. I come back in, and Buffy's in there. And I said, okay, come on, let's go outside. Take her outside. And she's been a bit wobbly lately. Yeah, for anybody who's new to the show, 19-year-old Buffy. Yeah. What kind of dog is she? She's she's like a poodle terrier mix. Yeah, chihuahua, large chihuahua size, I would say. Like a little bit yeah, bigger than she's a... like super skinny and yeah. just really tall. But a and, very sweet-faced dog. Yeah, very sweet-faced dog. And so I took her out into the back, and she was moving around pretty good. Like she's just, you know, kind of trotting around and sniffing around and all this stuff. So I'm, I'm walking around, and... I said to myself, wouldn't it be funny if she fell in the pool just because she stumbles sometimes? But then I'm like, ah, oh, she's not. She's, she's walking around pretty good. She's great. So I was walking around the pool, and she follows me, and she stops by near the edge of the pool where the deep end is. And and I said, Buffy, no, come here, Buffy, come here. And you have to kind of clap to get her attention because she, can, she can't, can't really hear, hear. So she sees me, and I'm like, come over here, come this way. And she takes a step towards me. Like she's, it's I, the only way I can explain it is you ever see when pitchers, you know, fake out, you know, the guy on first base and they go to throw it home and then they end up throwing it first and they strike the guy out? Well, she, she, so she made this step towards me, and then all of a sudden she stepped into the pool. Like just literally, boop, right into the pool. She went under, came back up, and she immediately started swim- swimming. And I was about two seconds from jumping into the pool because it's freaking cold because it was raining the whole time. To- that day was a pretty warm day, almost 80 degrees. But she started, as soon as she started swimming, she turned towards me to swim to the side. So I was able to just kind of pick her up and grab her out. And then she's standing there, like, shaking. Oh! And so I had to bring her inside. And the other two dogs were like, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? Why is she all wet? We didn't get wet. How come we didn't get wet? We're, we were outside. We didn't get wet. Princess, how come ah. you didn't get wet? Roxy, why aren't you wet? How come she's wet? And they're barking at her and they're sniffing at her. And so I had to wrap her up in a towel and dry her off and turn the fire on so she could lay in front of the fire. And just dry off, but she's just like completely clueless. Just walk She right. was fine. And then Tim goes, You know what happened? You willed her to fall in the pool. <gasps> Tim. <laughs> I said, No, I didn't. He goes, You had the thought. And I said, Yeah, I had the thought. He goes, Well, that just went right to her brain. <laughs> she fell right in the pool. That's jacked up. Now here's the thing. If you hadn't chick food him so much, I would I would <laughs> I would scorn him. Exactly. I would have wish ill will upon him, but Yeah. So I posted a picture to my Facebook page, which by the way, have you of noticed her out of the pool? Of her when I when she just got out of the pool and she was soaking wet. But by the way, have you noticed that people on social media have gone freaking crazy? 
like the world is gonna end. And, oh, oh my god, god. people yeah. are like over a mode. Oh my god, our country is this and this is happening. Listen, I get you're upset. I understand the world is not gonna end tomorrow. <laughs> you can stop crying now. See you. You can stop calling for people to die, which is interesting because. You complain about the viciousness coming from the other side, and then all of a sudden you're just as vicious. Yeah, that's getting Isn't crazy. That crazy. Oh my god! Like, it's, it's just people will post a comment on social media about politics, and people just jump all over them. So I have decided to not post anything political on my Facebook page. It is only going to be puppies and fun stuff and, and conversations with my husband, <laughs> because I want to be the reprieve for people who are. You know, going at each other's throats. I, I don't have my head in the sand. I'm well aware of what's going on in the world. But I don't believe the world is going to end tomorrow. I don't believe Trump's going to hit the nuclear button. See, and I don't know if it's because social media wasn't as prevalent, but I didn't really get involved in politically what was going on until probably Bush 2. Right. Uh, this time it's personal. Um and when he was reelected, electric boogaloo. <laughs> yes, um, when he was reelected, I remember there being that kind of a sentiment. Yeah. I remember having a lot of my you know liberal actor friends that are like posting I'm, pictures of Hitler. Yes, and, and moving. Looked, to, yeah. I'm going to move to Canada. There was mm-hmm. a lot of that, and nobody moved to Canada. By no, the way, no. But but what I hear is there are a lot of people who are moving this go round. Yeah, try this, it because wait till you figure out how hard it is to get in to yeah. move. You go yeah. visit. They like you to visit. That's the thing that I keep... And that's here's the thing of what I was going to say to you is that you have been in this world a lot longer than I have, obviously. And to me, when I see that, I go, what is it that I don't get? What is it that I'm missing? Because when I see it, I, I go, no, it's fine. He's just the president. Right. He can't really screw up your life. Yes. But I'm not, uh, I'm not a minority. Here's, I'm not homosexual. Right. And here's this is about as political as this podcast will get. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I did. I took us down the rabbit hole. Whether you like Trump or not, I get it. Listen, I'm not a huge fan of him. I wouldn't have voted for Hillary. I I voted for him only because it was not Hillary. Mm -hmm. It was my only kind of choice, I thought. And in reality, here's what I believe. I believe that the president is simply a figurehead. They may be called the most powerful person in the world, but trust me, there is a whole shadow government going on behind the scenes that none of us know about. And if you watch Designated Survivor, you will figure out that that is absolutely the case. So in reality, he goes in there, they swear him in, they take him to a room and say, listen, this is how it works. You're going to be the guy who's out there making all these declarations. But this is what's going to happen behind the scenes. And it's interesting because... He has been following through on a lot of what he said, which some of some of it was crazy. Some of it was legitimate throughout the campaign. And I don't know if that's refreshing or scary (laughs) because it's really the first time you think about that, that a politician or, you know, he's not a politician has followed through on things that they've said in the campaign. Because once they get in, usually they're going, well, you know, I've got to work with everybody and try to figure this out. So it's going to be an interesting – it's going to be great four years for talk radio. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because there's been a thing every day. I'm thinking to myself most days, how do I stop talking about anything related to Donald Trump? And it's – you know, so it's going to be uncomfortable. What's good about this situation, I think, the, take the viciousness out of it and the violence out of it. What's good about this situation with him there is he's not a politician. The shadow government really controls everything. Um. But <laughs> I just have to say that because right. it's true. Because they're listening. Yeah, they're listening. Um, what's good about this situation is that it's getting people into conversation. Yeah. And if 
I know that there's a lot of crazies out there going at each other, going at the throats. But underneath that, there are people who disagree with each other who actually can have coherent conversations without screaming at each other. They can disagree with each other. They can have a great conversation and not kill each other. Yeah, and there are more people invested. I've I have a friend who's running for Burbank City yes. Council now because, and I think it's that thing. I think that Donald Trump uh, is going is doing for politics what nine eleven did for military yeah. and patriotism. And you can you can protest if you want. You can do all of that stuff. But if as long as you're getting involved in right. some way, just don't be dicks. Like don't don't destroy things or or attack people or whatnot. You don't have to do any of that. Maybe keep it on Facebook. But just get sense, your yeah. voice heard. And that's what's happening now. Whether you like it or not, on either side, it's happening. And I think that's something I haven't seen in a while. Usually, president gets into office and everything's just kind of After five quo. days, it mellows out. Like, yeah, who cares? Just say, okay, what's happening? What's the next thing? But it's, it's getting people talking, whether you agree with it or not. And believe me, even though I voted for him, I don't agree with everything he's been doing or that he will do. But I find it very interesting, and I, like I said, I don't know if it's it's disturbing or re- refreshing that he's actually following through on some of the things. Everything he said. he said, he's doing it, and he's trying to do it fast too. Yeah, like get it done. So anyway, so those are that's about that's the only time we're going to. We can check that politics. off the list now. Yeah, yeah never, we'll, never. I will never make that happen again. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, did you know that Beyonce was pregnant? What? Yeah. Why did we waste all that time on Trump? Yeah, Beyonce's pregnant, and she's having twins. So <gasps> congratulations to Bay. Is that what, you, what people call her? You can because you're friends. Yeah. Bay. So oh, people call each other. Right, now I get it. Yeah. yeah Bay. <laughs> so I go girl. But I, I love that she's pregnant. And I think it's wonderful that she's pregnant. I just have an issue with pregnancy photos. Like, oh, yeah. She has the veil. Now I'm remembering where so, she's. Yeah. Th- there's this pregnancy photo of her out there where the, where the one hand's covering the breast and she's got this like piece yeah, why of. Why do they got to be naked? Linen or whatever covering her. And she's just looking. And she's beautiful. Beautiful woman. I mean, Beyonce's a beautiful woman. And. I love what she's done for women who are not stick thin. Yeah, curvy. She's very, you know, curvy and she just embraces it. I love it. But, and then this is not the first time I've had a complaint because I hated it when Demi Moore did it too. But I, I have this thing about celebrity or anybody's pregnancy photos, like those staged, preg- like if, you, if you're standing in front of the mirror and you're going, hey, look how big my belly is, that's different. If you have these elaborately staged pregnancy photos and some people do it when they send out their birth announcements. It's like them and their husband and they're half naked and pregnant. Yeah. I don't get that. Your wife didn't do that, did she? No. Okay. No, <laughs> my like... wife did the the pictures in front of like uh like we took as their belly grew, oh, like yeah. side That's shots. That's different. That's different. Um and stuff like that, but nothing Nothing yeah. naked. We did lots of like me holding her belly, that kind of stuff, but yeah. nothing with either one of us naked. Yeah. Although in retrospect, having this conversation, I wish because I got a belly, I wish that we would have gone back and you would have compared the bellies. No, I well, no. What I would have done is reverse the roles. So mm-hmm. like, sent out a birth announcement where <laughs> we're pregnant, but have me sitting in front, protruding my gut, and both of us putting hands on my belly now, while her pregnant belly is behind us. Now let me ask like, you a question because they say, and maybe it's because I I haven't been pregnant. I've never had a child. Maybe that's why it bugs me. I don't know. But when uh, when your wife got pregnant, did you gain as much weight as Mm-mm. she did? No, I was because I can't picture her gaining a lot of weight. She probably gained the required amount of weight, which is usually like twenty twenty. She did, I think it was thirty to forty. Okay. They, somewhere after thirty five is kind of what they kind of say. Hey, watch out! Right. And I think that's you know what she did, um, and through breastfeeding, she kind of lost it pretty quick. They say that the it breastfeeding helps burns you, a lot of calories. Yeah, you burn a lot making all that food. 
But um, yeah, no, I didn't. I why was can't already... that happen just normally? Why right? can't why can't we just lactate all the time and just pump it and then lose a crap ton of weight, girl? We just we just created our own uh, I think diet. We created program. A, a new yeah, yeah. diet program. Because if you think about it, if, they, if you take the pill that tricks your body into thinking you're pregnant, I mean, all, how far off do you take a hormone that it's makes a you want to lactate? I'm going to try that. <laughs> and guys, I mean, seriously, if you you've already got the moves. Right. So it works for men too. That's true. And then you can so maybe they get a little more pronounced. So you you get to you get to play with your own boobs, live out that fantasy, and then uh, lose the weight. And then you lose your boobs when you stop taking the pills. I think it was... we've changed a lot of lives here today. I know. I think, we've yeah. ruined marriages. I know. And we've saved people who struggle with weight loss. Hashtag chick foo. Just remember that, men. For the men that listen to this podcast and oh. the women, I didn't reveal all of our secrets. I hate you. I just stopped sweating and now it's coming back. So what's on your podcast this week? Uh, this week, we just released an episode. Uh, it's coming out this week with Dr. J, where he's our pediatrician. And we talk about when is your kid sick? When should they not go to school? So um, when are they faking it and when are they really sick? More, yes, and also the idea that it, just because your kid coughs or has a cough, if they don't have like green stuff coming out of their nose. and So when can you actually know that? Because when you have kids, you have this thing where if you're coming over to somebody's house and you're like, oh, he's got a cough. Right. And you, then you have to decide and some people go, oh, we're good. We're going. Like Better that he gets sick kind of thing. Right. So what are the actual parameters? What Get rid of all the wives' tales. What does a doctor say is when it's A-OK to take your kid to a party or go to school? That's very smart. Yeah. Because I can imagine being a parent is like to a child, a human child, is like being a parent to a dog child. Yeah. Because every time you hear... A, you know, a difference in the breathing or the snort. You just think, oh, my God, she's sick. Your first kid. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same when you add a second dog, but the first the first kid, you do that. The You're second obsessed. kid, pff, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know that, that they com- can live through so much. Yeah. So um, you can find that. If you go to KFIM640.com, keyword Justin, you'll yep. hear a sample of the podcast, but you can also go to the dad no, I put podcast. the whole episode. It's embedded up there. Oh, the ha- whole episode yeah. there? Yeah. Or, yeah. or you can go to the dadpodcast.com okay, and, cool. or iTunes and subscribe. And then you can go to my page, KFIM640.com, keyword producer Michelle. And the post, I mean, it, it'll be up, uh, we'll, po- we'll post the podcast, but the post I did the other day was about life with dogs. And I posted a whole bunch of videos of, uh, <coughs> excuse me. No dying. I don't have a cough button. Uh, I, I posted a bunch of videos of uh, Princess Rocky, uh, Roxy and Buffy. So you can see uh, how they interact with each other. And why my husband calls Buffy Mary Celeste. He calls her the Mary Celeste. Oh. Google it. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, Google it. So go to KFIM640.com, keyword producer Michelle for that. You can follow me on Twitter at Prod Michelle. You can follow Justin on Twitter at KFI Justin. And as always, remember... You is smart. You is kind. You is important. That's so cool. See you next week. Today won't mean a thing. I'm a bitch. I'm a love.